Podcast One presents Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. Welcome to Grape Therapy. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow. I'm here with Jason. We are sitting on the floor of his apartment in front, sorry, condo. <laughs> you always you always correct me on that. It's no, a condo. I don't. It's a condo. No, I don't give a shit. Well, we're sitting in front of a fireplace, drinking wine, podcasting from the floor. It's quite romantic. And this is Wednesday night, so this is going to hit your ear holes on Thursday morning. Nice little fireside chat. We were just listening to the Beatles. We got some wine going. We're yeah. about to go for dinner, and we we're like, Urgh. oh yeah, pump the brakes. I have got it podcast about monday's episode of the bachelor uh i had a podcast that was supposed to come out tomorrow but i've had so many people on twitter be like we can't wait to hear your thoughts on monday's episode that i was like you know what i'm with jason gotta give the people what they want and that's a bachelor recap also i'm gonna take this moment to pump your tires all right because i know you won't do it yourself well maybe no i would but everyone out there listening the queen the one the only the caitlin bristow She is the number one female podcaster in the whole country of Canada, (laughs) and she is in the top 40 in the world. Just want to put that out there. That's pretty impressive. I'm actually, I'm nervous. I'm sitting here by the fire. I don't know if it's because I'm nervous. I'm with Top Cheese. I don't know if it's because the wine is uh, kicking in, but go you. You can always pump my tires. I mean, anytime. I'll take it. There you go. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you, you owe me one. And I feel very proud of myself. So yeah. Thanks. That's because I beat you in Monopoly. Oh, Ski and ball. here he goes to tear and... me down. He builds me up and he tears me down. <laughs> what do you call that? The compliment sandwich? It's a compliment sandwich. <laughs> you uh, tell me something great and something I need to work on. Monopoly. Now you got to end with a compliment. End with a compliment? Yeah. I will tell you right now, this was really impressive. Caitlin and I went on a workout this uh, this week together. We did a, uh, with a, one of the trainers I work with. You should have seen, not only does this girl kick ass on the podcast with her businesses, is she funny, you should have seen this animal in the gym. What? Really? You crushed it. It's like you, you walked in that gym and you turned a different gear. You're like, okay, don't, you know, I have my arm around you. You're like, get your arm off me. I'm in the zone. Watch <laughs> don't out. Don't touch me. I'm like, oh my I'm God. I'm in beast mode. All right. I'll step my game up. What? That's so funny. I just feel like I I go in and I just want to get it done and I want to work hard and then get out. You did well. And the, the trainer, Connor Rose, beauty, pro sports club, give him a plug. Um, he was like, here, use the 20 pounder. You're like, well, Jason went up and weighed. I want the 30 pounder. Actually, I did 35. Oh God, girls and that. I did 35. <laughs> so anyway, that's my compliments. I'm like, okay, thank you. I will eat it up. And it was delicious. I appreciate it. Anyways, okay, Bachelor Monday was a doozy. Finally, we can say it was the most dramatic episode. Ever? Ever. Ever, ever. Ever. In one episode. I mean, it's always dramatic, but this was actually dramatic. I felt it. I felt the sode. I mean, you think about in one episode, you had Chris Harrison losing his shit, dropping F-bombs, which he never does. You have parents of the cast coming into town, and you literally have the lead, the bachelor, ripping off his mic, saying, I'm done. When has that happened? And I think he got lost. Yeah, I mean, 
I think that what happened is he jumped the fence. It's, can I tell you what this reminds me of? What? It reminds, it reminds me of Truman Show. Yeah. When Jim Carrey hits the end of the wall, he's like, I'm walking out the door. Yeah. Walks out. And we're like, what, what do we do? Yeah. I felt bad for him. I felt bad for Colton that this well, episode. I, th- I think in general, this was an episode of, it was like, it's everything you would want in an episode. It was laughing in the beginning with these funny sexual innuendos about him being a virgin so he can't stretch in his pants and not being able to pop a bottle of champagne. And then it took this turn where he's shaking and he's crying and her father's involved and he's distraught. It was it was hard to watch as his friend. I'll tell you what wasn't hard to watch was his date with Tasha. It was a great date. That is just, those two, it's just... An easy relationship. It's really fun and flirty. And I mean, we go back and forth all the time thinking, is it a friendship or a romantic relationship? Which we found out indeed that it is a friendship. (laughs) It's a friendship. It's, you know, but think about their dates, man. They went bungee jumping. They went skydiving. Now they have a private helicopter taking them over Portugal. Unbelievable. But it's not like there's no sexual chemistry between them. Oh, there's sexual chemistry. Yeah. I mean, they're kissing, they're flirting. He's being very quirky, which is how he is as a person. Like he's having. She fun. was like, "Oh, my boobs are going to come out on national television." He's like, oh, "I got it. I got you, girl." Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So I would say everything leading up until the fantasy suite until the morning was like everything was it was it was it was great. Yeah. And then this is why they need to have the cameras come in the morning after the fantasy suites, which they started doing on my season, is for these exact moments. Because otherwise, that wouldn't have made sense. We would have been like, what What happened? That was a great relationship. They had so much fun. They probably were up all night making out and doing whatever. And then in the morning, we got to see that she was like, wow, that's not what I thought it was going to be. And, and there was like no connection or chemistry. It was a 180 from the night to the morning. Yeah. So obviously whatever happened um, didn't suffice or it just didn't work out. Yeah. But I just wonder, I mean, what, uh, I don't know. I want to ask you that. What? Ask me. (laughs) You talk a little bit louder. From a guy who never uh, went to the fantasy suite. Yeah. To a girl who's had her fair share of the sweets. Oh God. That's actually (laughs) just, I can't, I might drop the mic and be out. It's really unbelievable. We need more wine. Wait, you're one of those people that just assume what what goes on in the fantasy suite. I'm not assuming, but anyway, moving on. (laughs) So tell me how for seven weeks, actually, I want to take one step back for a second. I feel like you and I have been team Tasha for a while. Yeah. She's articulate, good family. She had her marriage. She got out of her marriage. She's articulated that well, and she's where she is, and she knows where she wants to go. But for the little I've seen... On social media or Twitter, I just don't understand. Are people on the same page? We are, are people team Tasha. Well, I haven't been really looking into what people are saying because I just get so pissed off and go into attack mode. But Queen clap back over there. Yeah. The clap back the queen. The clap back queen from Lady Alberta. I don't know what that was. I didn't really. I didn't have to pretend it didn't happen. Uh, I just, I get so frustrated, but I haven't really seen anything about Tasha, to be honest with you. No I mean, Tasha for Bachelor. Very wrapped up in what happened with Cassie and and Colton. That's true. I mean, and again, I'm not diving into this, but I'm not seeing much Tasha for Bachelorette or Team Tasha, and that's why I don't get because that's where you and I are on board with. Because they want a story. 
Tasha's story would only be that she's been married before. Okay, what is Hannah G's story? She got no story, and that's why she probably won't okay. be Bachelorette. And what is Cassie's story? Cassie's story is that she left. Okay, and what is... <laughs> Caitlin, has a, Caitlin has a pretty impactful story. Yeah. What is... I've heard the rumblings, maybe Hannah B. What's Hannah B's story? Well, the, she just needs to be loved fiercely, and she was she was misunderstood on the season. So I'm going to go back to the original question. Do you think they wouldn't say Tasha because yeah, okay. she doesn't? I don't know. I was just trying to like think of anything. I don't know. I I think Tasha would make a great bachelorette. So well, I guess we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the sick, sick world of social media, and they're going off like who has the most followers. I don't know. True. Anyways, there's also. I mean, there is a possibility somehow, some way. Even though I think we all felt it in our bones, Colton wasn't into it in the morning. There's a possibility it works out with them. There's two left. Cassie's gone. Well, I'm trying to think of... Wait, they didn't even show Hannah G this episode. No, she wasn't here. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens next episode with... um, like how if somebody came back and explained what just happened like why would hannah g want to stay if he's like uh cassie he just said cassie was the one he was gonna pick her he loved her he was shaking because she was gonna leave he saw her at the end of it yeah but what what the hell do you even do right now you have taisha who you had clearly good chemistry with but in the morning you woke up and it's a friendship and i think we could all see that and maybe Maybe I'm, I'm making an inference, but that's my inference. You have Cassie who just walked away and went home. And now you have Hannah G who you gave the first impression rose with. And all we've seen is intense physical chemistry. Yeah. What are you doing? What the hell are you doing, man? What are you doing? It's, <laughs> I it's don't know. But I, I just can't get over the... Have you ever been so upset in your life that you've started to vibrate like shaking? I never have. Well, you're lucky, okay? Have you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember one time I thought this guy was cheating on me. I see he still could have been. I don't know. But I saw something on his phone and I'll never forget. My whole body just started vibrating. Like I was just so hurt and scared and like didn't see it coming. And just I remember that exact feeling. It's like you feel sick to your stomach. You feel like you're going to faint. And then your whole body body just starts vibrating because you're so upset and you like lose your breath. God, you've lived a good life. <laughs> well, no, no, no. What are your, like, so I've, I think everyone has different, like, signs of when they're nervous. Like, what are your, is the, are those it your signs? It wasn't nerves. It was like, it was like sheer panic, sadness, heartbreak. Yeah. See, exactly what Colton So, like, when doing. I'm l- nervous, that whole, like, fight or flight, I have to leave. Like, I just have to leave the situation. I can't stay calm, composed, sitting. I need to leave. I just, like, <laughs> I just get up and go. Kind of like holding, I jump over the fence. You would have jumped over the fence. Yeah, but I don't. I don't shake. But one of the most disappointing things was when Chris Harrison goes up to the fence, you know, pulls at it a couple times, and then just presses the, the button. button. And that's when we saw that the fence was actually the height of Chris Harrison, <laughs> and that it was actually a no-brainer <laughs> that Colton could jump over. It was we like, were calling him like we're like, dude, this guy needs to get in the Olympics. This guy could jump. No, no I like could have jumped feet. the fence. <laughs> In fact, and after seeing you at the gym the other day, yeah. you can jump. In that fact, fence. I would like to reach out to whatever resort that was, do a little brand deal, <laughs> tag them, couple posts, yeah, just to try and see if I could jump the fence. 
We need to do that. Okay. Let's go to Portugal. <laughs> Why not? Can we do that? <laughs> you want the truth, you can't handle the truth. Do you want to get real for a second? Let's get real. Body hair. Okay. <laughs> Body hair is a reality, Jason. And for all the hairs that you're not so fond of, you've probably got a favorite. There's one that you'll always miss accordingly. It's always along for the ride. I actually remember starting to shave my legs when I was little. And I would like be in dance class. I was in my ballet, like little leotard with my cutoff tights. And I would be like, <laughs> I shave my legs now. And then I'd look down and I would have like random missing hairs. Well, let me introduce you to Flamingo, and if you're wondering, yes, it's named after the pose we all make shaving. Flamingo is an offshoot of Harry's, a men's shaving brand created when a collective of women working there saw an opportunity to make a better hair removal solution for women. I actually used to go to Target and buy Harry's razors for men to use myself. Come on, really? Yes, because they don't make them in Canada, and my dad used to be like, oh, I need to get a Harry's razor. And then I saw that they came out with Flamingo, and it's a women's version made from the same I, people I as I actually Harry's. think you left a Harry's razor here, and I was like, what? Well, now I'm going to leave a flamingo razor. Okay, please do. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not just the razor that makes this my favorite shaving experience. The foaming shave gel and then using the body lotion afterwards. Can't even tell you how soft I am. Yeah, you could tell them how soft I am. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Baby butt. Plus, the Flamingo Shave set has a shower hook, so you don't have to worry about your razor falling through the shower caddy a million times. I want my listeners to start enjoying shaving as much as me, and this Flamingo Shave set is key. The shave set is your end-to-end routine in one reusable pouch. It comes with gel, the razor, extra blades, lotion, and that holder that I mentioned. And of course, because it's 2019, it's all cruelty and paraben-free. Get set with all of your shave essentials from Flamingo, the brand that Vogue Glamour, really everybody's talking about it. It's a $22 value for just $16 with free shipping today when you visit shopflamingo.com slash vine. One more time, that's shopflamingo.com slash vine. So I wonder what's going to happen next week. I think he's not going to go on with the show. Has a lead ever quit? No. Have you ever thought like when you were the lead, did you, and I don't really want to Yeah, of course I wanted to quit, but guess what? Under contract. You don't. I would like to know what happened with his contract and what kind of trouble he was in for that because... He set new boundaries. Yeah, now all the leads are going to be like, well, Colton did it. I'm going to quit. It. Tell the I'm girl quitting. who it is. <laughs> he literally told her, oh you're the God. one I'm, I wanted to pick. So he can't go forward from that. It's not like he can be like, oh, well, now I'll move forward with the show even though she's gone with the other girls. Like, he can't do that. The other interesting thing is a cast member... You're in that position, and it's almost like you know that the lead can't tell you certain things, right? Like, you know that the Bachelor, Bachelorette, in my case, Becca's not going to say that stuff, especially to me. (laughs) (laughs) But but Cass had to be a a little bit like, wait, what do you mean? When he's like, you're the one. There's three girls. And he's like, she's probably like, whoa, what? So people were giving her crap because they thought she was going to, that she was there to be the bachelorette. And then she was like letting herself go. But I think anyone can agree that if your dad came and told you that they didn't see it, you'd start questioning everything. It's kind of a life altering decision. So let's take a step back to that. Imagine that situation. Your mom or dad walks in and tells you that. Yeah, I would probably second guess everything. Everything. I mean, there's probably not anybody that's as important in her life as her, than dad her father and, and his opinion. And so that, I think that's why. And I don't think people are giving Cass enough credit. She's getting a lot of hate on social media. A lot of hate. 
and I want to go after every single one of them. Yeah. I mean, you you can understand a little bit, right? When all the people in the house are saying she's in there potentially for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And then he's literally, I mean, Colton was saying, and this is where I want to give Colton credit. He handled this so well. He said to her, he said, you don't have to make a decision. You don't have to get engaged. We don't have to, we can just be in a relationship. Just don't leave me. I mean, he was, he was pleading. He was begging and shaking and shaking. God, that was sad. And she, she still left. Yeah, but she was very confused when she left. Those were real emotions. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She left. Agree. I'm very, very, I was going to say excited. Wrong word. The manner in which she was crying. I mean, it was deep. It was all very heavy. I think we can agree there. If there's like fake cries and real cries. That was a real, real. Cry. And she looked like her. She looked like a lost little puppy. Like her eyes were oh, were lost. I'm getting sad again. <laughs> her eyes were lost. I'm really. I'm not going to say excited to see you next week. I'm just so. I need to see ha- what happens next week. Which yeah. is crazy. They got crazy. me. They, they sucked me right in like they a tractor beam. Us. They got me. What did, what happened last night when we were watching Women Tell All? What happened? You left the room and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> Whiskey bath. I went. I, I drew myself a bath. I poured myself a drink and I said, I can't do this. I cannot sit here and listen to this nonsense. It's not. It's that's not. That wasn't even good TV at that point. That was a lot. Everybody was talking over each other. Everybody was just being rude. The whole freaking pacifier, which was obviously premeditated. You don't just carry a pacifier in your pocket of your dress that doesn't have pockets, and shoved it in her mouth. I would have. I would have dropped the mitts. I would have punched. Mitts. I would have punched we, that we, bitch we right in the wa- face. We were watching hockey before, and I'm like, "This yeah. is a better scrap right here." Yeah. Now I'll tell you, you're already going to Women Tell All, and I'm still like stuck. I'm Colton, he's shaking. Well, what? He how do you want to? the camera, okay. jumps over the fence, leaves everything, and he's done. Yeah. That was insane. We were literally in like almost tears from that. Do you, a little side story. He got lost. He Tell actually didn't know where he was and Wait, kind stop. of panicked. Is that how they found him? <laughs> yeah. No way. He like ran and then he was like in the bushes and the production actually couldn't find him. <laughs> like everybody was pretty worried. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. But what, what do you, I'm, I just feel I like just, I have. I'm like, so yeah, it's just like, I felt I was so distraught for him. I was so distraught. And yeah. has any, okay, I'm going to say this and I yeah, just, um, I say feel it. bad for him because so. How many people have left voluntarily at this point? He's got to be confused. Has that did that happen in your? Did, did a lot of people leave voluntarily? Well, a lot of people voted for a different girl than me. That's oh, yeah, different different ball game. Yeah, I think that people as a lead always assume I'm going to get the rose. I can't wait to get the rose. I'm going to get the next date. But you, you, this is it's a two way street. Yeah, and I mean we saw so Sydney left, Elise left, Heather left. Cassie left. This is me just trying to like spitball off the top of my head. Wow, this is really impressive that you remember all these names. That's all I got. But that is, it's crazy that that many people left. But I, I kind of respect that they did, though. If you're not feeling it, you know, you don't go, just try and make it to the end to be Bachelorette or be, you know, the one, the winner. And also, I'll play Devil's Advocate. Maybe it's not because they didn't think they were feeling it. Maybe that's because they saw how into Cassie he was. I yeah, mean, yeah, that's it's, very, it, very those fair. are things we don't see, yeah. you know, on the back of the, back of the, yeah, that's fair. The back of the bus. 
the back of the booth. All right, we can now go because I, I started saying all those names, and I was thinking about last night. Like they would, sh- <laughs> they would show the camera, like the person they'd be talking, and literally every single time, you're like. Who the hell is that? Who's that was that? that's Who's every Jane? season. Who's this? Who's every that? single season that I watch, men tell all, tell all or women tell all. I'm like, who are these people? And then, you, and so where they, is Elise? So each, oh yeah, Elise. Where the hell was Elise? Apparently, she had a wedding. And how do you know that? I just saw it on Instagram or, oh, okay. or Twitter or something. But it, no, it was funny because like one person who you didn't know would get one line, and you'd be like, "Well, she blew that. That was her shot." It's like you know all this stuff. That's, I would love to have had uh, my mom and Rob's commentary for this because they are hilarious. They're like, "Okay," like when it was your season and Jordan had yeah. mom's like, "This is his opportunity. Come up with a catchphrase. This is going to be your thing. Like this is your way to like go big. Let's go." And he said something. Actually, he did say the whole like slurpy thing. The slurpy thing was funny. He's like, I'm the kind of guy who pulls up to you next to you with a 7-Eleven slurpy, and you know what? You give me that look, I just roll my window down, I throw it in your face, and it's over. Like He he had stuff planned. But I actually had to leave last night because that, to me, that was a very immature women tell-all. I understand that it's always going to be, you know, the girls squawking at each other and, and people talking over each other. But this one, it was like... I, it was so painful to watch and I just didn't feel like anyone was being genuine. Like nobody was actually upset at each other. They just wanted their FaceTime on TV. They wanted to be dramatic and outrageous and, you know, work the crowd and do their audition for Paradise. And I don't you, know. You and I did a rap battle last time we podcast. It reminded me of like a people like getting their two lines and having a rap battle chirping each other. Yeah, but rap battles most of the require skill. Were skill. And most of the chirps were brutal. They weren't even good. Like the pacifier thing. I'm like, ugh. That was dust. Or that when the girl said thank you next, I'm like, no. The thank you next was off. No. That but what else off. happened? What did I miss? You know, I missed Colton even coming out and having his his turn what was interesting is like so Kaylin was you know seemed to be like well respected amongst her peers but people were going after Kaylin uh, the girls were yeah um Nicole or Nikki was going after Kaylin um there was a there was a whole handful of them going after wow. her I felt like hmm. interesting it's what well, let me ask you this Hannah B Kaylin is that are we done with the whole pageant off I don't know I always said you know how they made Brit go against me I'm like, if they do that to the pageant girls, one, that is, I, they should have saved it. You know, Britt against Caitlin didn't really make sense. <laughs> We're two very different people and Versus different like, st- taste in men, different career paths, different like everything. Or Miss Carolina versus Miss Alabama. Miss Carolina. <laughs> that's their missed opportunity. You know, they could, they could have saved it for that. They can't do it again because they got shat on too badly when they did it to us. They won't do it again. But again pageant off come on i liked your tweet when you're like these girls are just auditioning for bachelor in paradise yeah but that happens every season it's just a big audition the only thing i would have to say is i do think there was hannah b to me like if you said most improved player yeah yeah hannah b yeah her look was different her style was different she was very composed they gave her the toast she nailed the toast and the things that I will say that resonated, which I don't know, they were real. When she's like, I'm going to find someone who loves me fiercely and I won't allow myself to not feel chosen every single day. Like those yeah. are, those are powerful words. Some people were calling it needy. I called it relatable. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to be loved I, fiercely I, I, and every, yeah, being, I, I want to be chosen every single day. I think it's like self, self love, self worth. Yeah. This is my expectation and I won't settle for anything less. Yeah. And and I God bless her for saying that and put it out there. Yeah. I and also thought she will. was like the most natural. 
Like you talked about like a lot of acting and staging and crying and laughing and passive players. Do you players. think... She was the most natural. Do you think she was buttered up? What does that mean? To be Bachelorette. Do you think they were buttering her up and and kind of prepping her or... You know what I mean? Like I think she was her same like goofy self. She's like, listen, Colin doesn't like me. That's fine. I loved him. It was what it was. I did uh-huh. this. I said that. I thought she was like the realist. She was the most authentic. Maybe she... You were the she, realist. If she was yeah, coached, babe. God bless the coaches. Because I thought she was like the most authentic and the most She did real. a great job. She did a great job. She did a great most job. Most improved player. And I would actually enjoy watching her as Bachelorette. And that is a mixed review. But I would. I think she'd be funny. I think she would be herself. I think she'd be like, you know, I don't think she'd try and be perfect. I think she would just let let herself go with the process and, and let everything play out the way it would in her real life. We talked about stories for a minute. Do you think there's anyone there you're like, you know what? I'm rooting for their happiness. I really want to see them cross that line. Hannah B. You think Hannah B will be funny and real, but are you like... I can't wait for Hannah B. to find love. Well, no, because I think all of these people going on these shows can find love easily. <laughs> that's what, But that's what I think is a little... And maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I think is a little different. But I kind of like that because I feel like they would usually go for like the Hannah G's or the Kaylin's or the... You know, but I feel like Hannah B. is a nice little change of pace where she's... Yeah. A little insecure in a very cute way where yeah. she's still self-aware and she still like knows what she wants, but she's like kind of owns her insecurities and, and that's relatable. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like I'm rooting for her the most, to be honest with you. And I'm excited to see who Hannah B is. Like, you know, you don't really get to know people on these shows until they're the lead. You get to know them a little better. She's self-proclaimed as Hannah Beast. That's a sick name. <laughs> That's pretty badass. It's gangster. Why didn't I think of that? Caitlin Beast. <laughs> I was just Caitlin B. Do you know that when they when they came to mic me up for night one of The Bachelor, I saw Caitlin B on the mic pack and I was like, God damn it, there's another Caitlin. <laughs> I was like, otherwise I wouldn't have an initial. Also, one thing you probably forgot is when they go through the introduction of each name, you didn't say a word for one person. And then there's a Caitlin from Toronto. And you're, you're like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a lot of sound effects Team for Canada. Caitlin from Toronto. Okay, wait, this is actually really funny. Can I just tell you a funny confession? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a confession for me or you. You left a pair of undies. Stop. At my house. And they're the like saddest, most tattered little pair of green ginties with like holes in them. Are they starters? Starter brand? I don't know. Stop. But really? You, but yeah, so I ordered you some underwear that will be shipped to your door from Tommy John. Oh, Girl. that's nice. When men and women upgrade from their tattered, outdated, multi-pack underwear to Tommy John, the most comfortable underwear on the planet, they have a lot to say about it. So I'm actually excited to see what you have to say. <laughs> You're welcome. Like Scott, who's happy his double agents are no longer going rogue. Or Melissa, whose Tommy Johns are so light and comfortable, she worries she'll forget to pull them down when she goes to the bathroom. <laughs> God, I love my uh, my listeners. I want to thank you guys so much for the comments and love for Tommy John. Your support is right on par with the underwear. My favorite was from at Tasha Rose 26. And as a big thank you, I'm sending you some underwear. So please look out for a DM so I can get your contact info. Point is, men and women all across America are crazy about Tommy John. Both Tommy John men's and women's underwear sport a no wedgie guarantee, comfortable stay put waistband and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft and designed to move with you. 
Plus, Tommy John has dress shirts and undershirts that always stay tucked, ridiculously soft loungewear, and go-anywhere apparel that's versatile enough to go from boardroom to boxing class. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Vine now and get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Vine for 20% off. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. Cowboy boots, they're just magic. They're magic. Walking around Nashville in a nice pair of boots is a whole vibe. A pair of jeans and my white Tacobas. Tacobas believes in Western for all. They've carried forward all of the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. So when you walk into a Tacova store, you're going to be greeted like family. If you can't make it to a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. So just use code VINE at checkout. That's V-I-N-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. There are always new styles and looks. And again, for a limited time, just enter code VINE at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. Only at Tacovas.com. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Hey guys, if you like my show, then you're going to love the Lady Gang podcast on Podcast One. Join the ultimate Hollywood girl posse, Entertainment Tonight's Kelty Knight, actress Becca Tobin, and fashion designer Jack Van Eck as they critique all things pop culture with some fabulous guests. Check out the Lady Gang every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Okay, let's get to questions. Do it. There's a lot. So we'll just, I'll keep my eye on the time and we'll see how many we get through. <laughs> this one made me laugh. And I'm also, is I don't know if this is serious. Megan Barry says, who's Jane? So there was, there was someone Jane? named Jane. Oh. I still have no idea who she was. Did she go home night one, obviously? She must have. I have no idea. But she was speaking a lot. And yeah. then, there, you know what was interesting, real quick? There were many people that kind of had like, big characters or mm-hmm. roles in the show like heather mm-hmm. never been kissed yeah brie did the australian accent yeah neither of those two, two girls mummered a word yeah well because maybe they're just actually like don't want to get involved in the craziness that's fair just because you've never been kissed doesn't mean you've never been in a social situation and then you don't know how to behave no i understand she that. was actually just having social etiquette yeah but have an opinion like chime in a little bit you lived in the could house have been for edited out. could have been edited out yo dog great twitter handle <laughs> fantasy sweet week do girls have the chance to get waxed throughout the season or are they just on their own there <laughs> can you not answer that please <laughs> well it's not like the, i'm the only one in the world that's ever been to fantasy suites wine please you can you can ask someone to take you to get waxed yes natasha caser uh, I'm rooting for Cassie and Colton. However, why would Cassie go on The Bachelor if she didn't think she could fall in love and potentially end up engaged? I mean, we're on season 23. We know what happens. I'm going to back up Cassie on this one because nobody ever thinks it's going to happen to them. 
you could want to be like oh i'm gonna go on the show that would be oh my god if i fall in love and get engaged that's like what dreams are made of you can still but you you don't ever walk out of that limo and go it's gonna be me i'm gonna fall in love with this man and we're gonna get engaged and live happily ever after yeah and it's a lot of emotions too right like you get out of the limo you don't talk to your family or friends for six seven weeks until you see them in hometowns there's just a lot going on it's it's emotional overload that's for sure yeah Lauren wants to know do you think Cassie was looking for an out do you think she was that into him I think she I saw a really confused Cassie that had a predetermined idea of what she was doing I think she went into that night saying no matter what I'm going home and in confusion and back and forth and even when Colton was like comforting her I think she's like listen my gut said I'm going home I'm going home and she stuck to it and you know what I'm gonna say something Maybe she did go on the show to become The Bachelorette. I don't think that makes you a terrible human. Like, maybe she was like, hey, that'd be cool if I went on, you know, had a good experience, ended up being The Bachelorette. And then maybe she was like, damn it, I fell in love. But she didn't want to fall in love. And like you said, you saw a confused Cassie. We're all human here. Why do we all sit on our couches and watch the show? Because it's relatable and we can all relate to messy feelings and relationships and confusion. And so, but then as soon as we have the opportunity to pounce on somebody for their vulnerability, we do it. It's silly, really. It's silly. I think, I mean, she had the chance to go hang and spend a night with Colton and she decided against it. It's not like we were down to the final. People that are saying she clearly wants to be the Bachelorette. We're not down to the final two at the altar and she's walking away. Yeah. There's still a lot of time to be had. I think she just had her mind up going into the night and she was sticking yeah. to it. Especially after talking to her dad. Uh, Stina Bina, would Jason Tardick have made it over that fence? My preconceived notions looking at the fence were hell no. When I saw Chris Harrison walk through it, I know Chris is about six foot, and his head was at the top? Absolutely. <laughs> The question is, how much wine would I have had that night and would I have been able to put it together? You're so clumsy, too. You probably would have, like, tripped over your own feet before you even got to the fence and just went face first. So here's the deal. I'm I'm definitely clumsy. But, like, as you know, in, like, moments you can't be clumsy when I'm focused, I'm not clumsy. I saw that Instagram video where you went to do the the box jump and you jumped up and then you fell on it. Yeah, that was brutal. You were focused. That was brutal. You're clumsy. I'm clumsy. Final answer. Uh, final answer. Lucy says, do you think that when it came down to the fantasy suite with Tasha, Colton realized how he wanted to share that intimacy with Cassie instead? Also, do you think Colton was projecting feelings onto Cassie? I think he went, based on the way he acted with Cassie, I think he went into fantasy week saying, I'm giving it all to Cassie. Mm-hmm. But what's tough, that. what's tough about that answer is what we're all failing to realize Hannah was like the, in my opinion, Hannah was the front runner. She had the first impression rose. They're making out every, they're, they're, it's nonstop. Yeah, but the front runners are never like, they usually end up being the bachelor or the bachelorette. Wait a second. Or, every single season for the bachelorette in the last like three, four years, the people that have gotten the first impression rose have gone on to get engaged. Only on the bachelorette. That's, yeah. It's true. Check, check your facts. Check my facts. Fact check. <laughs> Fact check. Uh, Nora O'Leary, do you think the producers did Colton a disservice by casting so many young women this season? Yes. <laughs> I just, I didn't see a lot of chemistry this season. 
I there, didn't. There wasn't a lot of chemistry. There wasn't a lot of chemistry. But we talked about it. a lot of girls voluntarily left. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a lot of chemistry. It was an interesting cast. I would love to be a fly on the wall for those decisions. I think at the end of the day, though, it was ratings-wise or social media-wise, this season has blown up. Only so, for the fence jump. I, th- I think social media-wise, it's been the biggest season ever. But that's because that will always happen. It's Social media just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And people know that they can see behind the scenes now of yeah. you know, social media. You can like, it exposes now you can, so much. It, expo- yeah. it exposes people yeah. and you can follow along and be like, well, what's going to happen next? Or what are these people doing now? Because if I see them out being all happy, I are they really heartbroken? On. It's yeah. like social media is just getting bigger and bigger for the show. And it has since it really started on Crystal's season. That's when social media really started to get big. Could you imagine like being production? You have to figure out everything that's going on. And then you have to deal with all these people who have been no. eliminated or not eliminated and what they're doing and how they're doing. God, God bless them. But I don't know. See, Sam said, has any other bachelor ever just told their final pick that early that it was them? I really can't remember if that ever happened before. And now I don't know how he can end up with anyone but Cassie next week. I made the mistake of saying that off camera, but I knew I had to go through with other relationships due to the format of the show. This is where I'm, I would love to talk to Colton and be like, how did you get away with that? Because that is such an illegal move to tell the person you're picking them because, uh, because of a couple of reasons. Things can change in the last couple of weeks. You can think you're choosing someone and you can actually just get to know them better in the fantasy suite or, or on a couple hometowns or them meeting your family and things can change. So you really shouldn't tell that person until the very, very end because you do have to to um, continue with your other relationships. So I'm wondering what how that went for Colton with production. Were you happy? This is a question from me that my breakups weren't on the little <laughs> montage of breakups. What's the montage break? Remember they were showing all the like tough breakups. Oh, I was. Remember that? Yeah, but the thing is, they were showing when people left early. They weren't showing like an actual breakup. They were showing anytime someone like shocked somebody else and was like leaving before they sent them home. Didn't even recognize that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So no, wait, no, none of those, none of those from the clip were actual breakups. Like that. it was just like shocker it, breakups. Yeah. Wow, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Stephanie Ackerman says, "Whose DMs was Kaylin in?" It was said twice during Women Tell All, but they never explained it. And it said, precious cast members, so maybe Jason or Blake. Was Kaylin sliding into your DMs? Kaylin was not sliding into my DMs. Oh, I just got fired up there. Blake, bring him on the podcast and ask him. I think it's Blake. Should we call him? No. <laughs> I'll call yes. Him. All right, I'll call him. He's going to panic. We can't yeah, put but, him in that position. Okay, then we will. I'll fi- no, because now people are going to want to hear okay, it. Okay, let's call him. <laughs> I'll ask another. Um, so, someone said that someone tweeted it to a hint that it was Dean. Did Kaylin slide into more than one guy's DMs? Deeny babies. Interesting. Blake, so we are. Uh, we are. I'm with Caitlin. Hi. Hi. We're 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 podcasting right now. Who's yelling Is in the background? Is that a dog? That's reality right now. Look at Brandy right now. 
Uh, Brandy Cyrus just oh they're doing virtual reality right now What's look that? at that Eric and Brandy are shooting each other right now <laughs> oh it's like you're in this virtual world oh yeah 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 alright so Blake we gotta we gotta put you on the spot right now because we have a Q&A uh, okay. answer however you see fit but what was the question Somebody wants to know if Kaylin is sliding into yours or or Dean's DMs. Because they, and yesterday a woman tell all they were saying that people were accusing Kaylin of sliding into people's DMs, and they and Kaylin, Kaylin said, "Was it you, Jason? Or was it Blake?" And I said, "It definitely wasn't me, but we could call Blake and ask him if he knows anything about this." So no, it was not me. From what I've understood, she's just slid into Dean's DMs before the show. That's oh. what I've heard anyway. Before see, I knew Blake would know something. Okay. Oh. Yeah, see, I always got the, <laughs> I got the dirty deeds. So oh, so like this it. was before she even was casted? Yeah, but I think like long before. Like I think it was like two years ago from when I was. Oh, oh, what a dirty Blake dog. comes through with the deeds. Okay, so we, we're no, we just need someone to clarify it. But uh, we're going to. That's what it is. Okay, that's, that's that's what he thinks. We're going to wrap it up. You guys have fun with your virtual Thanks, reality. Blake. See you, babes. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Um, Matt Nicola's. So it was Dean. Oh, was my God. She slid into his Dean. DMs early. How do people, like, find that out? That's insane. Matt McCola says, can you please be the bachelor again and save us from what would be the worst season ever? Sorry, Jason, but we need her. Do you mind if... Could you just... <laughs> My Matt? famous line: "Take a knee." Where's Matt from? Mm, Seattle. <laughs> oh, Matt, we live in the same city. That's an issue right there. Rot row. Here's the answer: No. Mm. Not even if I like got a bi- big paycheck from it. Just kidding. I would never. Uh, Erica McCann wants to know: Are we getting a golden retriever? Two. Although we did. Oh, yeah. We discovered a new dog. So, so my, my favorite. Okay. My favorite ahead. dog is a golden retriever. Yeah. My top two favorite dogs tied in number one are Germans and golden retrievers. German shepherds and golden retrievers. And we discovered that there is. What, what is the name of the dog? You tagged me in it. I don't know. Um, a golden shepherd. A golden shepherd. A mix of and a golden retriever and a German Shepherd, and it's so freaking cute. And for the record, we're both all about adopting, but we saw that and we're like, oh my God. I know, like, is there any way you can, like, I- I'm sure you can still adopt or rescue yeah. one. We would just have to do some serious research. But, like, my thing is, like, I want two. I want them to be, like, best friends and play and have a good time. But we have to adopt. Yes, 100%. Rescue 100%. all the way. 100%. Rescue all the way. I have a question from with this uh, Instagram nerd ELJ, and they said, "How do you turn a friendship into something more than that?" And I think they're referencing how you and I we started everything off with friends and everything like that. I don't think it's a how; it just happens. I don't think you can even describe it. It yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I think like from the get go, there was some chemistry and flirting and fun. But also, it definitely took like we were in that friend zone, and it definitely you took, put me in the friend zone. We put we put it. Yeah, I will tell you this: texting is the worst because yeah. texting you don't know tone, you don't know body yeah. language, you don't know anything. So, what I would say is get together in person. Yeah, because that's how you'll be able to tell. Yeah, when I the saw you in person, I was game, like, oh, I think I have a crush on you. <laughs> well, but that but I saw you in person on the podcast, and I was like, oh man, that guy's cool. Whoever dates him is, is lucky. Then I saw you in person the next time after we'd been texting. And then I was like, wait, do I have a crush on him? Is that how it went down for you? Nope. 
had a crush on you the whole time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, you didn't watch any of my seasons that I was on nope, ever though, and I know, oh. and I won't will, and I won't. I won't will. Well, I'm tongue twisted right you're now. You're getting all upset. I was what I was thinking was I uh, might n- yeah, podcast from Fantasy Suites on moving forward. I might opt to stay out of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully you get it. You know, I've been trying to drink more water this year. You have been, I, and I really haven't. You've been doing a good job. You know why? You're good with the water bottles because I have liquid IV. It hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone with the added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. When properly hydrated, you allow your body to perform at its best to burn more calories and reduce muscle cramps, which makes for a more efficient workout. That's why I didn't cramp up in our workout. That is why. But I also noticed that your color of your water has been a little different. So that's it. Liquid IV. It helps fight altitude sickness, skiing, snowboarding trips on the mountain, etc. Promotes healthy hydration during cold winter months when drinking enough water becomes a difficult task. Liquid IV helps prevent jet lag, which is really great for the both of us. Need it. Seattle, Nashville, not a short trip. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Convenient TSA friendly powder packets are perfect for on the go travelers. It helps keep your skin hydrated when flying. It can be used before, during, or after flights. It aids travel headaches due to dry airplane climate. Staying properly hydrated is one of the most important factors in flu and cold recovery as well. And in prevention, Liquid IV contains 110% daily value of vitamin C and B12. It's a healthy alternative to traditional sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors, preservatives like Pedialyte or Gatorade. It can provide the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water, and it contains five essential vitamins, including more vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana. Also, they donate one serving to people in need around the world for every order placed, which I love. Amazing. It's nice. I love Liquid IV, and I know you will too. So right now, my listeners get 20% off anything at liquidiv.com when you use code VINE at checkout. Go to liquidiv.com and enter promo code VINE to get your savings and start getting better hydration. Liquidiv.com, promo code VINE. Don't wait. Get hydrated today. Ashley Purvis wants to know, if he ends up with Cassie, what kind of struggles do you think their relationship will endure post-show? I know you had some rough patches. Do you think they can make it? Assuming he ends up with her, she said. It's very hard. You will definitely run into some major issues. Um, but I think what he has on his side is that he was very sure of her and they got to air that, you know what I mean? Like on all other seasons, they make it look like there's somebody else and they will edit that way, whether it's true or not, they will always make it look like there's somebody else where with Colton's Cassie won't have to deal with the fact that he, he was feeling something for other people if they ended up together. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, I get that, and I think for I mean, so you would understand this much better coming out of a relationship, being on the show. So I think this is a question geared for you, but I think they're going to have to obviously reestablish trust and confidence in the relationship and where they're at. I think it's going to be usually it's harder for the person who the lead picks because they have to deal with you falling in love with other people. Interesting. And and this might have to be the other way around that Cassie might have to reassure Colton a little more. Interesting. If, if they it, end up together. And that probably has never happened before, has it? No, but you know what I will say and if this is weird because we're talking about my last relationship, but mm-hmm. when we came off the show uh, there's a therapist for the show and they sit down with both of you. Okay. 
individually and together. Mm-hmm. And when I was on my one-on-one talking to this therapist about the relationship, she said, "You know, you're going to have to give a, you're going to have to reassure him a lot." And I said, "Okay, that's fair, but I'm going to need reassurance too. Just because I picked him mm-hmm. doesn't mean I, I, I'm still a human being with feelings. I'm still going to sure. need to be reassured in a relationship." Sure. And she was a therapist and she went, "I never thought of it like that." Get out of here. I'm serious. And I was like, what do you mean? It's just because the lead picks somebody doesn't mean they just have, you know, sure. Just because they dated all these other people doesn't mean they just have to constantly reassure somebody. That's a good point. You need reassurance too. As a viewer, we don't think about that. No. I got a good one here from Natalie. It's interesting. She said, seems people are really frustrated with immature drama from the show and women tell all. It wasn't interesting drama. It was just annoying drama. Yeah. What should the show do to fix that? I don't know. I think there will always be immature drama on the I show. So it's, I don't think that's ever going to go away. But the season was definitely worse. I don't know if I'm just getting older or if the season was worse. Yeah, it could be. I, I felt like it was very immature, but it could be that. I mean, maybe we're getting older. I don't know. It'd A lot of people are repeating what, questions. What, like younger fans thought. Because I know my mom and her group have been fans forever of the show. Now, my dad's very indifferent sometimes gets dragged to the couch but my mom's been watching this since the trista and ryan days who is her favorite bachelorette trista i know <laughs> she, <laughs> I knew that. she loves you but when you facetimed her with trista or when you sent her the message she was freaking out um but it's funny because their group of girls is just like they can't they can't get into this season and she tells me and they're just like we can't yeah. get into it and even i mean from all perspectives they're like it's just too young it's, we're just not and I don't, maybe that's age or immaturity because i don't think immaturity necessarily i don't i get correlates a part of age. me is saying like i just don't see chemistry and like i don't see relationships building each week i see them staying the same they're like either like really romantic in like the sexual way or they're like just fun and flirty i don't see any relationships really growing sure sure but I even think about like Hannah G. So two two girls are left right now, Tasha and Hannah G. I haven't heard a con. I feel like I haven't heard a conversation between Hannah G. and Golden. I know it's well, just them making out, and now she's down to the final two. Yeah, that's crazy, right? I feel like I don't know if they're not giving her a voice or if she just if this is how it went. Let's just say when we were down to the final two in Becca's season, we had Garrett and we had Blake. Mm-hmm. Okay, Garrett, I may, we knew about Garrett's family, his career, his he was married, his divorce, why it happened. You got into some pretty deep conversations. Think about Blake. Blake went through some serious stuff. He talked about his, his parents' divorce yeah. and what sparked that mm-hmm. and how it ruined his, some of his trust mm-hmm. issues, some of the things that he, he was in. He was in the middle of a high school during a shooting. There were some of these yeah. things that were just like, Holy smokes. You can say shit. And I'm just down to, I, I like, I'm like, what, what am I missing here? I know. Did I not watch intently enough? Uh, Shelby White says, do you think he can choose one of the other girls now? If they watch the show back, they're going to see everything he said to Cassie. I don't think he can pick one of the other girls. You don't think he can? I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants to. Either. I think you'd rather end up with nobody I at the so end too. of this. And I think based on him like jumping and taking his mic off, we're going to see like Colton. I think he would rather be with no one than without her. Just the way that he expressed his feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's weird? So Kaylin obviously has experienced that a lot, a lot of life and brought that to this show. And it was great to reflect on it, but her and Cassie are best friends. Yeah. Is this weird for them? Yes. Like, did you have a, like the best friend that this would be weird for 
are you kidding me? Me, Becca, and Whitney were the final three on Chris Soul season, and we were the three closest friends that came out See, of that's it. See, cr- because Kaylin last night was just bawling her eyes out mm-hmm. about her breakup with Colton. Yeah. And she and her and Cassie are best friends. Yeah. And Cassie's saying, and now I'm like, what a twisted, how I know. does that work? Well, I'm trying to think back to... I kind of just wanted some closure from Chris when I was coming off The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I knew that he was with Whitney. Nobody else did. I mean, in the world that the world of viewers didn't know. But I knew it happened. So I had to go into that being very aware of, of that relationship. But I still had to seem real with the feelings because to the viewers... You yeah. just got broken up with. They just watched me get dumped and be heartbroken sure. and then walk out on stage. The The crowd had just watched it. And then I walked out on stage. So I couldn't be like, I'm really happy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you have to, you kind of have to put yourself back into that position like you did as well. Yeah. And it's, it's always interesting. So on the show. But it is weird. Yeah. On the show, Colton and so it's funny enough, Joe, grocery store Joe and I first night hit it off. We were talking all night, good buddies. Unfortunately, Joe went home night one, so I didn't get to build a good relationship with him. But during the course of the show, Garrett and Colton and I were really close Mm -hmm. and we weren't very close with Blake and Blake was kind of in his own little world and he was so focused on the relationship and God bless him for that. But it was tough for him to have guy time and then Becca time. Mm Mm-hmm. And when the show ended, it's just interesting. And Garrett is such a great guy, and I love the guy to death. We just haven't had the time to connect as much because, obviously, mm-hmm. he's so focused on what he's he should be. the right? one that got away for you. No. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but it's interesting how like the dynamic changes, where then Garrett and Becca, obviously, are happy and moving in the direction towards engagement or towards a wedding and family and kids. And then me, Colton, and Blake were kind of set back, like, well, who will be The Bachelor? Mm-hmm. And then Colton goes to be The Bachelor. And then Blake and I go through another stage together. And then we became such really good friends. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting how these friendships develop and then how they move. And no one can ever relate until you're and in that You can't kind of relate situation. until you're into it's it. It's the weirdest thing. And at the end it's of the day, gross, it's, cra- it's crazy. Like, I'm still really good friends with Garrett. And I'm yeah. still really good friends with Blake and, and Colton. Becca. And Becca. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think it was really funny uh, there was a, po- a picture you posted, and Becca said, okay, this is so cute. And what was your I comment? I said, it's a beautiful, weird little world we live in, isn't it? I was like rooting for you two to fall in love, and now I'm with you, and she's commenting on how cute we are. I'm like, this is f***ed up. <laughs> but it's beautiful. And it's, it's so, so beautiful. And I'm and glad so we're here up. to give perspective, too, because it is such a weird thing to be in unless you know. It's the weirdest. I have a quick one. Okay, Who's go. funnier, Kate or you? Me. Yeah, no doubt. I'm She's way funnier. <laughs> she makes me funnier, which is hilarious. Aww. You do. You make me funnier, but you're way funnier And you make me so much smarter. Aww. That's <laughs> cute. Thank you, Kate. Mashi. I can't find the girl's question, but somebody said, what happens when you get sent home in the car? Or is it production asking the questions? It, do you go back to the hotel? Do you go straight to the airport? And the answer is this. It is production. It's like one of the producers just standing there while you are in the back of the dump car, the dump truck, and they just ask you the hard-hitting questions. And then you go back to your hotel, you pack up your stuff, and you leave. It's terrible. Not in Thailand. I was in Thailand for like two well, weeks. Same. I was stuck in Iowa for like for 12 days. 
Oh, if you're going to be stuck, what would you prefer, Iowa or Thailand? They should have had the cameras in the room because that's when I was really crying. I was trying to hold it together in front of the cameras. Were you so heartbroken? My friends are going to make fun of me for crying. Uh I can't. And I got in the room and just lost it. I have a question here from Paige Ashley. She said, Canadian Caesar or USA Bloody Mary? Caesar. Caesar, no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, someone asked us. What? When are we doing hometowns and can we document it? I mean, I'd rather not. (laughs) I'd rather just be in the moment with my family. Sorry, we're not documenting it. Um, oh, Jessica Nolet wants to know what inspired Jason Tardick to buy that hat. That stupid denim hat. <laughs> it was a gift. Oh, I mean, it's lovely. I was at a uh, a charity fundraiser and someone gave it to me and I just felt oh, cool. Hmm. Cool story, bro. Last question. Brittany Smith wants to know, the real question I want answered is what is Jason going to name his German Shepherd? It needs to go well with Blanche. What I'm going to name my golden girl. So and I'm people a, want to know if we're the bri- uh, the tart toes or the brisk sticks, but I like Jaitlin. Jaitlin's good. I like Jaitlin. I'm good with Jaitlin. Yeah. We could worry about the last names next time. I like Jaitlin, though. Jaitlin's a good start. And ironically enough, this is kind of a cool story real quick. You have JK tattooed on your foot. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Wild. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> um, so I would name... Is this a, a weird I'm time a ba- to tell you it's my ex-boyfriend's initials? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Good one. Well, it kind of is, but it, like from my twen- early 20s, but it's my best friend's initials. Well, Why did you get a tattoo? For both of them. And I said, hey, if it doesn't work out, at least I got Jess Knutson's <laughs> initials tattooed on me. <laughs> Wait, those are that's actually your ex-boyfriend's? Yeah, Justin Keller. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, but I did it. I kind of said to both of them, like, yeah, I've got JK tattooed on my foot, but really I was doing it for Jess Knutson. But I was dating him at the time. Oh, okay, gotcha. Now it stands for Jason and Caitlin. Who knows what it'll stand for in 10 years? <laughs> okay, you know what's really weird is when I'm laughing and you just put your head down and shake and nobody can see this and everybody just hears you being awkwardly silent. I think people can understand why I'm putting my head down and shaking at that comment. Anywho, <laughs> I'm glad we're finally into this this uh, season and that the fence jump happened. I really can't wait to see what happens next week and tune into the podcast for the recap on that one. It's going to be a doozy. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay, your session is now ended. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine, Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday and check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by Tommy John. Visit TommyJohn.com slash Vine for 20% off your first order. Liquid IV. Visit Liquid-IV.com. Enter code Vine for 20% off your order. And Flamingo. Go to ShopFlamingo.com slash Vine to get your shave kit for only $16 and free shipping. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.